0: Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, November the 18th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Kaf, Zadi, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of understanding and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, purity and grace, righteousness and mercy equal our original intent. Very brief, but very beautiful. This morning as I was meditating on not only the letters that we have for today, but also Michelle's uh, declaration for today, it really reminded me of a scripture that we all know very, very well. And that's Psalm 24. Particularly the part where it starts off, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek your face, O Jacob. Now I find it rather interesting here that, that we know that Jacob became Israel. But in this place, it says, for them that seek thy face, O Jacob. And it's funny, throughout all of scripture, you see a lot of, Of of their back and forth between Jacob and Israel. They're the same person, but yet during certain scriptures he's referred to as Jacob, and through other scriptures, he's referred to as Israel. And I think there's a there's a very unique perspective to this that I'm going to talk about in just a moment. Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up you everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates, even lift them up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. And so it's a beautiful place where, you know, there's a cry that that says, you know, that really who can ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who can ascend into Mount Zion? You see, here at the Gates of Zion, Apostle Aaron Smith has been talking about this for years. This is something that we have talked about on a routine basis. And a lot of the revelation that I'm even giving you here comes from that place. Except maybe the Jacob part. That's kind of new. But a lot of this because it's been something that we have talked about. I know Apostle Aaron, uh, several years ago, came at Yahweh had given him this word with regards to the place of where we are even now. And that is clean up, build up, launch out, to be sought out. So it began with this scripture in Psalm 24, where it talks about the place of who who can ascend into the cell of the Lord. Who can move into Mount Zion? Who can be a part of Mount Zion? Well, he that has clean hands and a pure heart. And today's declaration really is, is talking about both of those. Remember, the living letter cough talks about the palm of the hands, and it talks about the things and the works of what we do. Now, I know that, that each one of us have things that we deal with. Each one of us have issues that, that we're working through. But the question, even, even in the place of the work of our hands, the question really goes to the place of what is the intent of your heart? Where That's the place that Yahweh actually looks at, is the intent of your heart. And so what is the intent of your heart as you're completing something? You know, I used to, for me, that, that really rattled me, especially as I began to see that, that in the past, the intent of my heart was that of the fact that I didn't have anything. And so my, the intention, my intention formed a matrix. You guys have heard me say this before. The intent of the heart forms the matrix, that the words of your mouth have the ability to develop and grow in. And, and my matrix did not have the substance or substance to be able to handle the prosperity that was coming. And what I mean by that is that, see, at the same time when the intent of my heart saw poverty, and but the words of my mouth were declaring blessing, Yahweh showed me blessing. I had response. My words were able to, you know, came into the earth just like Yahweh had said. Your words, my words go forth into all the earth and it does not return back void that return back void is my response to that word and i was doing so but there were two parts there the intent of my heart was the other side of that and so when my words came out there was no there was nothing there for it to hold on to in other words the 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 intent of my heart formed a matrix that was too weak and it began to crumble in and and it was almost as if the it was almost as if the blessing itself had become in a sense a curse. Now it wasn't. Please do not think of it that way, ever. That's not the case. The thing is is that 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 I had I was learning in this place of maturity of connecting the two together. You see, that was the moment of grace. Even in the heart of purity, and the intent of my heart being that of purity, the grace of Almighty Yahweh allowed me to learn that that I would I needed to be able to to allow the intent of my heart to be really only one thing, and that is Him. And that grace helped me to walk through that process of learning and understanding. But then, that's all wrapped up in cough. But then Zadi comes around. Zadi begins to talk about the place of us walking on the journey of righteousness. Walking on a place place of righteousness. In other words, a Zadi is a righteous one. They are one who stands in this place of righteousness, realizing and knowing that Yeshua has covered all of our sin, and that that we are completely covered, and, and the sin has been completely dealt with in that place. We stand as the righteousness of Yahweh in and through Christ Yeshua. And so that righteousness, you know, think about that also from another perspective. Because when I start talking about righteousness, I also think about Abraham. Now, this is where Kaf and, and, and Zadi kind of work together because, you know, when, in, when, when Yahweh spoke about Abraham, it says that, that Abraham believed, and then it was accounted to him as righteousness. So, in other words, there was a, an expression of the way that, that, that Abraham believed, and, and that expression came through not only the words that he said, but the things that he did, the things that he did with his hands. The things that he accomplished, the places that he went, the obedience to the word of Yahweh, and so Abraham was really one. It was one of it was the first or one of the first who began to show us this place of walking in righteousness. Now I want to, want to say the only one because I could go back to 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 that of of Enoch and others Noah who walked in the place of righteousness. He's not the only one, but for right now we're going to talk about Abraham being the father of of our faith and the place of who we are as sons. But then we also have chesed, all right, the place of mercy. I love that word because it it, it talks about, you know, the union and the connection of us and Yahweh, and Yahweh and us together as one inside of the Semek, inside of the, the protection of a hedge of thorns that are wrapped around us. That, that protect us not only from the inside, you know keeping us from going out but and 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 making mistakes or doing things wrong, but also from the outside and keeping anybody that's trying to get into that who has who is not of Yahweh from from allowing to be able to get in. So Samek is this place of of, of his protection, his love, his, his supernatural support inside of that. You see, all of these are looking at that place of really who we are as son, our original intent. Yahweh, in his love for us, gave us the ability to, to live in a place of purity. He gave us grace and his mercy to cover as we grow and as we mature through the place of righteousness, through the understanding of cough and the place as we begin to to work with our hands. The Zadi, the place as we walk and journey in this place, which really, really to me alludes to so much of that place, the place of maturity and growing and understanding. But then we come to Resh. I love Resh. Resh is a letter that talks about top and head. And, you know, many of you, if you go to look at this through maybe Google or or something like that, you'll begin to discover that that Resh kind of sometimes has a little bit of a negative connotation to it because it's, it's talking about the place of our mind. And there is an aspect of Resh that is just that. But there's another side of Resh. I have found that in Hebrew, so many times, what seems to have a slightly negative context to it is because it's hiding something that is so beautiful Behind it. In other words, you know, we talk about the place of situations and troubles. I told you guys about the story of when Yahweh took me into the secret place. And I discovered that behind all of this darkness, behind all of these difficulties, behind problems, Yahweh had already provided an answer and a treasure in the midst of that. And I stopped looking at problems as problems. And I started looking at, at, at those same issues as treasure hunts. So let's go out today and stand in our original intent.